0: Welcome to my monthly The x Career and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm Dominica and I am the founder of dmcoaching.eu, the place to be when you want to create a career you love and live the global lifestyle. Hello everyone, and welcome to our new episode of the EXPACT Career and Lifestyle Podcast. Uh, Our guest today is Colleen Reikard-Smith, co-creator of the Career in Your Suitcase Way and co-author of Career in Your Suitcase Sport Edition. Uh, She moved from Canada in 2006 uh, to the Netherlands. Uh, she teaches people how to navigate their own careers across occupational boundaries, international borders and changing times, creating a personally portable career. And today with Colleen, we are going to speak about how to build a portable career and yeah, how to build a portable career in your suitcase. Welcome Colleen, I am really happy to, to have you here. Thank you for accepting my, My invitation. I am a great fan of Career in Your your Suitcase uh, book. So please uh, tell us more about yourself and uh, what are you doing. Thank you
1: so much for the opportunity, Dominika, to speak to you and your listeners today. Um, So a little bit about myself. I'm a certified global career development facilitator, and I've been helping people navigate career transition for the past 20 years. I did this first in Canada. And for the last 11 years, I've been doing this based in the Netherlands. And I believe the career transition skills I teach are something everyone should know in order to be able to create and find opportunity across their life. And for myself, I proved these skills to be equally effective in an international move when I relocated to the Netherlands. And so right now I'm uh, teaching those skills to people who want to have um, be equipped to navigate all the transitions that come in their lives. And specifically those who are um, often following their partner's international career and have to recreate and reinvent themselves um, several times uh, more often and more frequently than those who um, do not follow that path.
0: Yeah. Um... So why those skills to navigate careers are essential for for everyone? I think not only for for expats or people who are moving abroad, but for everyone. Why those skills um, are so important and essential? Uh, That's a good question. Um, There's a,
1: a few reasons. One is the rate of change in the world. It's just everything is evolving and changing at just an unprecedented rate it's faster than ever. And you know, the best example of that of course is the internet, but there's also the economy doing major changes and globalization having huge impacts. And so what we're seeing is that the average number of jobs a person will have over the course of their working lives ranges from 10 to 25. That's a lot of career transition. And I was just going to ask your listeners to raise their hand figuratively if one of their parents worked in the same company or has been working in the same company for up to 40 years and then they retired from that same company, that they really only worked in one, for one employer for their whole life. And that might be true for some of your listeners, but for a large majority already, that's not going to be true. And, and it's also not gonna happen for the majority of us. And when I ask people if that's what they really want, most of them say no, that's not what they're looking for. And certainly people who've chosen the expat lifestyle and the international lifestyle are not looking for that as an ideal. So that's why they need to know how to navigate these things because, uh, and have the skills to navigate these transitions. Because these skills enable and empower them to move well from opportunity to opportunity, navigating their way forward with meaning and purpose.
0: Yeah, so I can raise my hand because my parents, they, they both work for the same company for a long, for a long time. Okay. And yeah, when I started my career, I was also thinking about uh, having a job um, like for 10 years or five years. But then, yeah, as you say, the economy is changing. So we have uh, more opportunities, we can take our career with, with us and also my lifestyle change. So, um, I am really happy that we have this opportunity to create this portable, uh, portable career and um, I have to say that I didn't know that I have a portable career till I, uh, I, f- I found your book and job with career in your suitcase so, because I was just thinking about creating something more flexible but I didn't realize that it was a portable career that's funny isn't it i think you know you're just doing what you need to
1: do and you're not trying to name it or label it and that's fine and and you've just named something that's a really key factor for a portable career and that's that flexibility and and the other factor i would name is adaptability those are really key factors in in that portable career the one thing i wanted to just add to um, what I just said was that um, many, many of the opportunities and certainly the starting opportunities that are available are contract positions. So that full-time job with benefits um, and and a permanent contract is just not there anymore and certainly becoming fewer and far between. So if you wait for that, you're gonna miss out on lots of opportunity and there's lots of opportunity that you can create yourself so you don't have to be dependent on an employer to come up with something and post it that you can actually create your opportunities very much like what you're doing with your podcast
0: yeah exactly yeah this is a very important uh important point because many many young people like for example here in italy they think about having um, a long-term contract they don't think about creating something uh, looking for opportunities or having like a short short-term co- contract so this is a very important point of um, of view um so what are those skills um, essential to create um A portable career and how can we develop those skills how can we find those skills good questions (laughs) well i
1: I call them career navigation skills Um, they're the skills that enable you to find your way uh to find your direction in in you know terrain in, in a world that that doesn't have a map for you to follow that you are really creating your own path forward And so, there isn't something that you can just read and follow the steps and say, Oh, that's all I need to do. So, you've got to develop your own sort of um, skills that help you find your direction, stay on course based on what you want, um, and to be able then to create and recognize opportunity when it comes across your path. And so, the key things that I always say are these, these phases of being able to look inwards. And discover what makes you tick so that you can find that direction that will guide you forward and then looking around you you know outside of yourself to identify um, issues problems Opportunities that that are around you Um, and it could be something local close by But it could also be something on a more global scale that you can access or respond to using the, the technology and tools that are out there today But so looking around to identify and be able to recognize opportunity in all its different shapes and forms. Those are those the two basic components of that. And a good career consultant can teach those skills. And I like to teach those skills because of that saying that says, you know, if you um, if you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. But if you teach him to fish, he'll have food for the rest of his lifetime. And that's what I feel with what I'm doing. I'm not giving a quick fix. I'm not just, you know, doing your resume for you or your CV and handing it back. I'm teaching you to be able to identify and adapt to your direction based on your own growth and self-awareness and development and changing life roles. And alongside of that, being able to look outside of yourself and recognize where opportunity is being created and to strategically position yourself so that you Are able to act on that and respond to it and create opportunity. So um, those are those are the those skills and how we develop how how I um, help people teach or how I help people learn them is through the book A Career in Your Suitcase, which is really a self-guided book full of exercises. It guides you through the whole process. Um, But that's like buying a membership to go to the gym. And so you have to have a lot of self-discipline to see yourself through that. Um, And so we've also created a a program called the Career in Your Suitcase Way. And that's where we do that um, in a group. So we have a group of people and we work through the process together using our new Career in Your Suitcase workbook. And so within two months, we guide people through that process. And that's available online.
0: So it is a, a, a online group uh, group uh, group, uh, group program, yeah.
1: Yeah, we do it in person in the Netherlands for those mm-hmm. listeners who might be in the Netherlands, but we also do it online. Online, yeah.
0: I think yeah. it's it's a good idea because like with group you you can have more motivation, you can be inspired by uh, by others, but by by um, achievements of um, of other people or you, you can have someone who is keeping you accountable to, to do the exercises and yeah, discover, uh, discover what is your passion, what are your skills.
1: Yeah, exactly. That group process we see is really key. We've always said it in the book to create a group to work with on this and have an accountability partner who will check in on you and, and make sure you're following up the way you wanted to and, and doing what you said to them you wanted to do. Um, and so, instead of, of asking people to do that themselves, now we're creating that for them, because we really do believe that careers are created in context. And and when you move and relocate, often that context is hard to create for yourself right away in a new place. And so, by having this program as a group process, we can create that for you. And it is really working to help people stay on track, to be inspired by each other, and encouraged to keep pushing through the process because it can be hard work Mm. and it's can be quite confrontational Um, and what's nice about the group process is that you see that you're not the only one who might be struggling that it's not just you that it is the way it is and and that you can make your way through that so it's uh i really really love the program i think it's really exciting
0: yeah so how many how many people are usually in the group
1: Uh, we limit it to six to eight um, in the in-person groups and online we can go from six and to up to about 12
0: oh, Okay, yeah, so it's yeah. So it's like a we, small, yeah,
1: yeah, and it's very interactive So there's lots of sharing and the way we do it. It's not like a webinar or anything like that It's it's a workshop and it's it's hands-on and interactive. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Great. Great. Great idea. Well, well done <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so so we, we talked a little bit uh, about creating a portable career. So now, uh, and how the economy, uh, how the economy also is, um, is changing. So there is a lot of talk now about creating like a mobile lifestyle or so-called laptop lifestyle. Uh, so how someone can start um, creating a portable career or this kind of, um, of lifestyle? Um, where to where to start or even how to find your uh, portable um, career idea? So we spoke a little bit about finding th- those skills, but and looking for opportunities. Um, but if you can tell us, um, tell us a little bit more. Yeah, definitely.
1: So we always like to start in with yourself and, and understanding what do you have in your suitcase, if you will. What do you have with you? What are your skills? What are your competencies? What are your natural um, qualities? And 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 those things that you have sort of inside of you, all that package. Being aware of that and that awareness is a really key component because there's a lot of things that we take for granted about ourselves um, that we really do need to grow to appreciate and understand because with that awareness, we become more aware of the potential they have for um, – the way forward for us. So first starting with that, also next to that understanding, as I mentioned, what makes you tick. So mm-hmm. that drive, the passion, if you will, the purpose, um, what's important to you, your values, getting that in focus and clear. Um, and then with those two pieces in place, then then looking um, outside to the issues, like what are the needs in the world? What, What are the possibilities there? And then that last final key thing is to, you know, run it against the reality check. Can you be paid for this? And, you know, if you're in a place where you cannot work, then you don't have to run it through that check check, unless you're saying, I'm going to build this now. I don't need to be paid for it now, but I want to be paid for it in the future when I relocate to a, a place where I will be able to work again. And then I will have used this time well. So those four factors are key um, and that's how you can start. And all of those four factors, when you sort of overlay them on top of each other, then you find that sweet spot, that um, focus. And and I I like to call that your North Star. And that's that thing that guides you and has guided um, explorers and adventurers and pioneers for centuries um, when they've been traveling to unknown worlds and into places where no one has gone before. So what you need to do is find that north star for yourself.
0: Hmm, I like the north star, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like about connecting the dots. Uh, what you have, what are your gifts, interests and also what are the opportunities, um, problems that you can that you can solve uh, and yeah, who is going who is going uh, exactly to pay you for what you have to. Right. Yeah. 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 I
1: was going to mention um, there's all of these new developments in the economy. If you were to Google the sharing economy or person to person economy, um, you know, these are the things like the the Uber and the Airbnb, these, these online platforms that allow people to connect and kind of take out the middleman, right? You have something, an asset, something worthwhile that you can offer. And these platforms allow you to connect with people who have that need. And so there's so much more possibilities out there with those. Upwork is another one, right? That you can find somebody to do work for you, a freelancer, anywhere in the world.
0: Yeah, exactly. So there are many, many opportunities um, that Mm -hmm. create something uh, portable. So my next question was, um, is it really possible to have a money-making portable uh, career? But uh, yeah, you answered a little bit yeah
1: yeah it 's really the right idea and approach and the willingness mm-hmm. to work hard for it and stay with it for the longer term it 's not a quick fix right so it 's definitely possible you need to identify that as one of your goals and use that as one of your evaluation criteria um, you know it 's not just a hobby it 's something that you want to make money and so you need to you know go at it like a business and be entrepreneurial about it and use the, those kinds of skills to create it and and then you, w- you will be able to create something that does make you money. And if it fails at first, most entrepreneurs fail a few times before they get it right, so you have to factor that into the plan and be prepared to accept that as part of the journey. Learn from it and use that learning to build forward.
0: Yeah, so do not give up. But
1: yeah. Exactly, yeah. And, and the belief in yourself and your skills and what you have to offer is absolutely essential. If you don't believe in yourself, if you don't have that inner drive, that real passion about it, um, to do something, to respond to that need in the world, to use those skills that you have, then when the going gets tough, it'll be much easier for you to abandon it. But if you do have that belief, and you do have that inner drive, um, then you'll, you'll be able to sort of sail through those rough waters and find yourself on the other side of the storm. Um, with new ideas and new potential.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, believing and yeah, not giving up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. um, so what can you advise uh, to someone who is uh, in a soul-sucking 9 to 5 job and wants to find a new direction uh, or change, uh, for example, a vocation? And this can be quite challenging, for example, for someone who is uh, living and working um, abroad, Uh, and is looking to find a meaningful career. Um, Those people sometimes can be scared uh, of making the leap or they don't know what to to do next. So what would be your advice?
1: Well, I think a lot of times what holds people back is that desire for security, right? Yeah. That job security. And in this day and age, um, what I always say is that job security comes from knowing your skills and being able to talk about them effectively, uh, so that they create opportunity for you. Even within a company that looks like you're, you've got that job security, um, we see companies needing to be more and more flexible to respond to the shifting economy and the changing um, world. And so, um, even in those jobs that used to have a lot of security or apparent security attached to them, it is possible to experience, um, you know, go through a reorganization or a downsizing or where they outsource your function. And all of a sudden you're left without that. So I really wanted to speak to the job security factor that if you're there because they think it gives you security, it's important to recognize where your job security actually does come from. And it's from your skill set, your awareness of your skill set, and your ability to network effectively to talk about how you want to use those skills where you, you know, the needs that you want to respond to with your skills. So that was, that was one key thing to identify for people who are staying in a job for the security and, and the paycheck. Um, and so how do you then navigate or, or negotiate that step to stepping away from the soul-sucking job? And it's hard to do because if, it's, if it is sucking your soul, you'll have less energy <laughs> for the other things outside of your work. Um, but if you can create some experiments to try out a few ideas that don't require you to quit your job, um, then that is something that can give you um, the, uh, the way to test out the ideas before you were to take that risky step or what feels like the risky step, quit your job and go full time at it. Um, you could also see if you can negotiate part time in the, uh, you know, your position mm-hmm. to a part time And step by step, work your way towards what you really want. Um, Oftentimes, just having a conversation with your employer and letting them know what's really important to you, where you see yourself going. They would love that initiative. And if it's a larger company, they are happy to to create some plans and develop, you know, the, the personal development plan to help you grow in that direction. Because when you are working that way, you are much more motivated, you're a much more productive and more valuable employee to them. So there's that, what you can do inside the company. There's what you can do to sort of gradually phase your way into something else. Um, And I wanted to to, uh, mention that um, Chris Guillebeau, he's an American who has a blog called The Art, of nonconformity and he had a goal to travel to every country in the world and he did it in a way that you know allowed him to sort of create work and opportunity along the way and and sort of hack I guess you could say um the international travel um opportunities to use points to their maximum benefit and he he, he found all these he's got some great books out there but he has a new one called the 100 startup Mm -hmm. actually it's not his newest Um, but what he's going to be doing now is creating something called um, a side hustle school so he's come up with this word side hustle Mm -hmm. so it's something you do outside of your job that also generates income and he gave an example of a woman who um, she wanted to find those little candy hearts with the words printed on them um, for Valentine's Day and she could not find them anywhere online She found one website that was just horrible. And she went to those people and she said, look, you know, let me help you get your website better because you're impossible to find. You're missing opportunity. And they weren't interested. So what she did was she created that website. She found and sourced where she could get the product. And she created this. And so every year around Valentine's Day with her website, she's earning $100,000. And that's, you know, obviously a very successful example. But if you find that thing and you have the skill set to do something about it, give it a try and, and put something in place and see how that goes. And maybe you can negotiate some holiday or some unpaid leave during that time if you need to um, in order to have this side hustle. And mm-hmm. I, I'm really loving that idea. So that's another way to, to you know, find something else and create a platform some income that allows you to negotiate a step away from that soul-sucking job and into something more um, connected to what is important to you and what you want to do.
0: Yeah, so it's like a step-by-step process, not like jumping off the cliff, leaving your job, but creating something um, on the side. Yeah, that, yeah, not to take that, that sort of, it has to just be that jumping off
1: the cliff. So that There is a way to do it step-by-step, um, mm-hmm. but there is a risk involved. It, it will feel like a risk and um and you'll have to do some planning around it to make it workable and really that's that's you know that's that empowerment so negotiating for yourself and what you need and f- looking at for ways that things can happen instead of all the reasons why they would not be able to be possible
0: yeah um so if you can tell us what was your um, your biggest challenge when you moved uh, abroad because you moved yeah you moved quite far from your home country from Canada to uh, uh, to the Netherlands so what was your biggest challenge and how did you how did you overcome it well i would have to sum it all
1: up in the words my biggest challenge was to keep believing in myself and part of that had to do, a large part of that had to do with learning the new language. Because mm-hmm. I saw myself as immigrating. Um, mm-hmm. I'm married to a Dutchman now. So I was not coming on an expat or temporary type of contract. Uh, we made a choice to settle in the Netherlands as a couple. Mm-hmm. And when we made that choice, I did, we didn't put a timeline on that. So in my mind, I was immigrating to the Netherlands And um, when people immigrate to Canada, I always expect them to learn English. So I thought, I'm immigrating to the Netherlands. I must learn Dutch. And that really shook my confidence in myself. Trying to make myself understood, trying to sound like a person with actual worthwhile thoughts in a new language, (laughs) it's really challenging. And so um, when I tried to find then opportunities for myself in Dutch... Uh, I really started to doubt and I really thought this isn't, I don't know that this is the right first step. Maybe I'm going to have to work in a clothing store or something like that, where I can practice my Dutch with, with, uh, customers mm-hmm. and, and get better at it. Um, and that's, you know, so that, that doubt and thinking I'm going to have to do something else and abandon my, what I love to do, which is supporting people to develop their career, um, navigation skills. Um, But what I found was by having my portfolio, which was this evidence, this concrete evidence of all the things that I'd done in Canada related to my career. I had a list of all the workshops I'd ever given. I had thank you notes um, and feedback that I'd gotten from participants. I had um, quotes, newspaper articles where I'd been quoted in that made me feel I love seeing my name in print, I have to admit. So that was that just made me feel good about myself and helped me to believe in what I had to offer even here in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. And so when I flipped through that, it gave me the courage and the motivation to make one more call, to go to one more event, and to keep trying. And it worked in the end. And what worked for me was volunteering. Mm. Finding a place where I could practice my Dutch in a volunteer setting. And when I went to an interview for a, um, a, a charity, a, that was doing something that I related to my values and what I believed was important in society um, and had this interview. They were looking for a fitness instructor and it was something I'd done in university. And I thought, well, mm-hmm. and let's look at the transferable skills I'm in front of a group giving instruction. It's like giving a workshop and training. So this is a good step in the right direction and mm-hmm. better than working in a department store where I'd have to, you know, cut off arms and legs to fill in the application form and look, like somebody they would want to employ. So um, yeah, I, when I went for this interview and what they did was they came back to me afterwards and they said, you know what, we want you to run workshops for our volunteers to help them recognize their competencies. Mm-hmm. I would never have asked for that opportunity and they just handed it to me, it was ideal.
0: Wow, mm-hmm. great, great, great story, great example. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. Um, so what are your plans uh, for the future? Are you staying in the Netherlands or? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we we always say never say
1: never. So um, mm-hmm. at this point, yes, we are staying in the Netherlands and my husband is just uh, going to start a new job. So this will be for the period, the time being. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, we were, re you know, we were reconsidering things in the past few months. Uh, but yeah, really, we have a, a boy who's eight. And so, you know, that's, we thought it, it was important, um, you know, to consider his needs as well. Mm-hmm. So we decided to, um, and, and there was better opportunity for my husband here as well. So we've decided to stay in the Netherlands. So personally, we're staying here. And we've just come through that transition. And I know a lot of your listeners go through this regularly, this this moment of, you know, indecision and not knowing. And so I was like, I've got a career in my suitcase. I can go anywhere. You know, if we move within the Netherlands, it comes with me. It's no problem. Mm -hmm. Um, But we actually, we don't even have to relocate within the Netherlands. So um, it's super simple. Um, But with Career in Your Suitcase, we now have um, uh, six coaches affiliated with us. And so we're able to offer more and more um, services based on our book and on the Career in Your Suitcase Way program. And so we're stronger than ever to continue to empower and equip accompanying partners for their career journeys. And so I'm really excited about um, the potential that's there under under the... uh, the banner of career in your suitcase, you know, created by Joe Parfit in 1998. Yeah. And um, with this group now, it's always been a collaborative effort. Joe was very collaborative. And so we're continuing that theme forward in this new way now. And uh, I'm, I'm super excited about the potential that creates to meet even more people's needs based on, on this approach and what's been working for so many people um, like yourself and your listeners over the mm-hmm. years. So that's super exciting.
0: Yes, yes, this is very, very exciting because there is a potential now for those kinds of uh, portable careers, not, not only like for expat partners or uh, people who are moving for a short time uh, of period abroad, but there is like a new... Um, There is this new uh, opportunity, like for digital nomads, people who want to want to move abroad and live there, for example, like for uh, three months or like visit different countries. Yes. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or even just move to a location that allows them to live the lifestyle they want.
0: Yeah.
1: While doing the work um, they're capable of doing, um, you know, remotely uh, via internet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so thank you very much for, uh, for sharing your, um, your experience and all, them, um, all the tips and advices with, uh, with us. Uh, and I know that you have a re- really fantastic gift for, uh, for our listeners. So tell us, uh, tell us more.
1: Well, thank you for the opportunity to provide a gift uh, for one of your listeners. Um, I have, uh, I'm happy to provide uh, one of your listeners today with an e-copy of our book, A Career new Suitcase. So um, I can email you a link where you can download that, as well as a 30-minute online career consultation with me. So I'm happy to sit down one-to-one with you um, via Zoom or Skype or FaceTime or WebEx and uh, we'll get to know each other and, and I can share some more personal tips with one of your listeners. So I'm curious, how do you, how do you go about choosing? Who's going to be your lucky winner?
0: The first one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, the first one, yeah, who's going to contact you. Uh, we'll yeah, will, will get the, the free copy of, um, okay. of the book and, yeah, and the session. So yeah, you need to send me an
1: email then. Um, via info at, and I'm going to give you this other one because it comes more directly cjscareers.com so it's cj as in jack s as in smith careers.com if you send me an email and say uh, yeah Dominica's podcast prize as <laughs> the subject line then I'll know um, that you're the winner
0: yeah exactly thank I'm you I'm
1: excited to meet this yeah person. I'm also
0: excited <laughs> About this, yeah, this uh, this fantastic gift. So I will put all the details how to how to contact you um, with the description of the of the podcast. So um, yeah, the first the first person will uh, win this fantastic gift. So thank you very much again for being uh, with us uh, today, and I wish you all the best for your future for your future plans with uh, your personal and also professional uh, plans with career in your suitcase. Uh, program.
1: Thank you so much, Dominique. And I wish you also much success with your podcast and with your own
0: portable career. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much to all of you for listening. And uh, please leave us a comment or share your thoughts and contact Colleen about her, uh, about her fantastic uh, free gift. And I will be with you um, next, uh, next week with a fantastic fantastic together yeah. Thank you very much and goodbye.